0: I think it has to do something around the base root of we needed love and attention and acceptance for our survival as children. If our if our caregivers didn't love and accept us, like that really meant the potential of actual death. Shadows podcast where we illuminate all kinds of taboo topics that are hiding in the shadows of the subconscious mind. Hello, my fellow shadow explorers. So, here's another episode where I've actually recorded this several months back when I had just started um, diving into my relationship or infatuation with the man that I'm currently dating. And I wanted to share this old episode because it was the raw experience of what I was going through around starting to open my heart again and the vulnerability that comes around that of of sharing ourselves and letting ourselves be seen and the potential of being dropped, and all of the things that come up in, in the midst of that. You know, I really feel like diving into relationship brings up some of our deepest, darkest shadows to come to the surface, our deepest, darkest, underlying emotional wounds and old patterns and so it's a great opportunity to actually start to explore ourselves in a deeper way even the vulnerability even the rejection and all of that so in this episode i dive into some of that stuff around my process and i hope that it helps you and i want you to know that i also support people through relational dynamics and heartbreak healing so if you need support reach out to me i would love to help you i Absolutely cherish and the work I do with couples. It feels so aligned with myself, like my heart, my truth, my spirit, whatever you wanna call it, the my Dharma path. I just it feels really good to, to help people break through and move the lent, the shields and the masks that they have standing in the way of genuine real connection with one another. And part of doing that is being able to talk about what's underneath, what's underneath what you're scared of. And so in this episode, I dive into my own fears that were hiding behind my masks of the cute, sexy smile and flirtatious batting your eyes. Actually underneath is like somebody like screaming, ah, like, oh my God, I'm terrified right now of the potential of my heart opening to you and then you just plowing a dagger right through (laughs) it and so yeah enjoy and um, not enjoy the dagger stuff that sounds awful i'm saying enjoy this episode i hope that it resonates with you and if it does please share in the facebook group in the sacred shadows community private facebook group or send me a private message and let me know how how you feel about these episodes and anything else that you'd love to hear me talk about all right much love till next time Alright, well, no plan today, I just really wanted to come on here and share a little bit about my experience today because something really uh, like, uh, uh, uncomfortable <laughs> came up for me and it felt really vulnerable and it felt really scared and I just really wanted to share it with you guys because I feel like a lot of you could probably relate to this kind of experience and here's how I work through it. So (laughs) there's this guy uh, who, even just like the thought of talking about this kind of makes me feel all like, you know, all the feels, feeling all the feels. Um, But so there's this guy that's been really like lighting me up lately, just making me feel um, butterflies and giddy and excited and just like raw desire and all these beautiful emotions that you feel when you first start getting infatuated with someone and um yeah, this infatuation's kind of stemmed from like it's been kind of building slowly over time like it wasn't like a love at first sight thing it was more of like a curiosity at first sight like oh this is cool this person's pretty rad you know and then the more I get to know him I'm like oh wow, he's really rad and then I'm like wow like I want to meet this person dude I want to hang out with this person and then we hang out and it's like wow I kind of really like this person oh my gosh I want to like kiss this person oh my god I want to like ravage this person <laughs> so anyway um down the ravage hole we went and um yeah, it was awesome. It was sweet and amazing. Um, and then it was done and over because just uh, just I was traveling and I got to visit and now I'm not there and he's not here. And that's just the reality of the circumstances. But, you know, my heart got opened up again after being frozen shut and (laughs) he kind of melted it with his sweetness and his presence and it felt really beautiful to allow myself to to open my heart up to love again and to to life and the beauty that sits on the other side of our shadows and so I'm here to talk about our shadows and all the things that come up when we actually start to spark the possibility of, of love and the possibility of connection and depth and relationship and, you know, all the dreams that come along with it, usually what sits right after this like amazing, happy, like, woo, like neurochemical concoction of deliciousness, then pops open the doubts and the fears and the constriction and the inadequacy feelings and all the shit that just wants to pour out and sabotage any hope for anything unfolding. <laughs> so yeah, I wanna I wanna come on here and share my process with you guys. So I've been in this shadow work course, like diving into some stuff lately and the work we've been doing is sitting with it. And I got coached on it a little bit today around what's underneath here for me like what's coming up for me and like what's up with this saboteur this inner saboteur because i've the last couple days i've been sitting with my shadow like really sitting with what comes up for me like when i create this like beautiful vision possibility of actually creating a partnership that is what i envision like growing with someone and having like epic just luscious adventures and just so much Uh, passion, and deep depth of intimacy in all the different ways, and like, you know, a long-term committed thing, all of a sudden, all my demons start coming out, like, whispering in my ears, like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, V? Well, like, don't you remember, like, all these things that happened when you thought you had it? Oh, yeah, V? Don't you like don't you realize like nothing lasts forever oh yeah it's gonna all fade after two years when you know desire starts to fade and and he starts to get captivated by some sexy young thing like oh yeah like don't you see how like amazing he is and beautiful he is and he's gonna be surrounded by beautiful women all the time like you think he's gonna stay faithful with all the beautiful women all around him all the time and like as awesome and epic as he is like, Oh yeah. What makes you think you deserve it? You think you can hold space. You think you can, you think you deserve that? Like, look at your life. Like you really think that you're worthy of this person and just like, Oh, all the little just shit face demons like just continuing to whisper all this bullshit in my ears and making me just doubt myself and feel all the emotions around inadequacy and underneath it is the fear of rejection or being seen as like Ugh. not only me seeing myself is not good enough but him seeing me is like wow maybe she's not good enough or even this feeling this whole neurotic tendency for him to see this kind of like neurotic contraction to him to say like oh like I don't like that like that's not good enough a woman that's gonna be up to my caliber is not gonna be contracting like that I'm getting all insecure and creating all like she's not holding space for the vision of what's possible all she's holding space in her consciousness is all the way we're going to sabotage and she's going to sabotage or I'm going to sabotage like because the power of our mind is truly does create a reality and so yeah it's not attractive to have your partner constantly pointing out possibilities that aren't inspiring or that are just sabotaging and you know we tend to do that sometimes when we're really scared when we're really feeling like Oh my gosh, I really want this, but my fear is that you're gonna cheat on me. You're gonna cheat on me. You're gonna cheat on me. You're gonna, and like it's just focus, focus, focus on like you're gonna cheat on me, and then you create neurotic behaviors around like oh my god, well oh my gosh, is that an opportunity where you're gonna cheat on me? Oh, see, I saw you looking at her. Not does that mean you're gonna cheat on me? Oh, see, I'm like oh you have these oh does that mean da 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 like the mind just goes goes goes, and then you actually start to create scenarios where the person's like they're not even allowed to think about like oh, yeah you know what sometimes I do think about cheating on you <laughs> because you know what that's just the way the human brain works we have like little temptations and desires that pull away our attention sometimes or like wow there's an attractive muse that sparks my fancy you know like whew, yeah hmm, a feeling like desire over there like That doesn't mean the person's gonna act on it but but allowing somebody to be like yeah that's normal natural for me to like whoo there's a desire and I'm choosing not to act on it because I don't want to sabotage like the beauty that we're cultivating here between us which is a very 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 different energy than like don't you dare even think about her like what and then he's like oh my god I'm not supposed to look I'm making her feel bad like but I can't help it, and that, damn, that babe is so fucking bad. Now I can't, like, stop thinking about how I'm obsessed because I'm not allowed to even think about it. (laughs) It creates this, like, weird neurosis. And honestly, honestly, let go of control a little bit. I swear to you, it's gonna help. Although I have let go of control a little bit, and it's opened up Pandora's box to the way (laughs) of, like, Unbridled desires gone wild. And so that's the opposite extreme, too. So there's a fine balance. You know, you really got to work with your partner to, to cult, like to balance those desires between, okay, um, we're going to acknowledge that there's temptations out there, explore what we need to explore within, but these are the boundaries that make me feel safe, right? And let's honor those boundaries as a private primary needs if we want to actually cultivate this seed further um but that doesn't mean that like we can't allow the mental realms to go there and to explore and to even get curious about like what am i trying to what void am i trying to fill with this like wanting to chase or like leave the relationship but anyway i'm getting a little bit off topic and i'm definitely i'm gonna do another episode on on this particular topic um, one day around, you know, desire and temptation. And I've, um, but today I, what I'm really focusing on is like my own inner shadow work around these things, right? Around what does it mean if he actually does choose to stray or to leave or to see me as inadequate or see me as not good enough or see me as like gross, ugly, like pathetic, you know, all of these things that that um, I'm afraid of, I'm afraid of feeling these things. Especially when you're like, oh my god, I fucking want this man so bad. I want, like, I really, like, love, like, I have so much love for him. I adore him. I, I, I feel so much desire to cultivate something with this person. And at the same time, feeling terrified because there's a vulnerability there that as I start to open my heart to this possibility there's also a very real possibility that as I start to reveal more and more and more parts of myself some part of me is gonna be unattractive to him because that's the reality you know it's like nobody's gonna just love every single like thing about you because we all have things that are like kind of cringy about us you know like just behaviors and manipulative tactics and things like that that we've developed through our childhood to survive that aren't necessarily the most beautiful things or you know parts of our bodies that maybe we're insecure about or smell funny or we do weird habits that somebody's like oh that's kind of weird like uh you bite your knee you know whatever it is that's it's just reality right there's gonna be things we fart we burp we eat you know sometimes you have morning breath like things are not always like butterflies and roses and your shit does stink and so truth is is that the person might be like ugh, by you at some point or maybe like really like ooh and like retract or maybe to the ultimate extreme of like you know what i don't want to be with you because this is too ugh for me and um and then it leaves us hanging in this this space of well shit and for me this oh shit wasn't like right now I'm speaking very calmly about it but this morning when I really sat with the presence of the reality of him being like wow you're not good enough for me like the pain that I felt like the it really felt so like a deep wound at my core that just felt this total feeling of rejection like deep rejection and inadequacy and almost like underlying feeling of isolation abandonment like like unworthy of life unworthy of existence and not wanting to exist in the space of being not worthy of love and I think it has to do something around the base root of we needed love and attention and acceptance for our survival as children if our if our caregivers didn't love and accept us like that really meant the potential of actual death so when we're confronting some of the stuff that's coming up it literally is like confronting the fear of death abandonment rejection is like literally the fear of death coming up to the surface. Yeah. I don't know if you guys feel that, but I feel it just releasing. And when we can actually turn to this shadow within ourselves and this little wounded part of us, because that's ultimately where it is. It's underneath, underneath this woman that just like wants his attention is underneath there is a little girl that just feels scared of total annihilation and sitting with her and embracing her and letting her know that she's safe and she's wanted and she's loved even if this person doesn't give that to validate that within ourselves to embrace ourselves and to bring comfort to these painful areas because They're just trying to teach us something some need some aspect of ourselves that needs more attention more love and then when we actually sit with this possibility and accept the reality of like it's okay if he rejects me it's okay if he doesn't want me it's okay if I feel the pain of loss of like really wanting something so bad because it's just like cherish it it's like you just got to brand new dress that you're like so excited to wear and you're like showing it around to everybody and everybody's like wow that's a beautiful dress you like you just like your favorite dress and then somebody just like spills just you know kool-aid on just just stains it and ruins it completely you're like oh like there's this grief right so it's like allowing ourselves to feel the grief of loss of of that thing that you're like, oh my God, I want this so bad. And I just ruined it or just got ruined and I can't have it. There's like this little girl that's like, no, damn. <laughs> and then there's also the, this feelings confronting the inadequacy of like, wow, I'm not worthy of love. And just because this person can't love you for what you're, where you're at, or maybe there's parts of yourselves that still need to cult like to grow and cultivate doesn't mean that you're not worthy of love in general like we are worthy of love and we start to earn that worth of of other people's loves by first starting to really give that to ourselves because the truth is is we teach others how to treat us and if we treat ourselves like shit and we reject ourselves and we're like I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I need somebody else to like show me that I'm good enough. I don't believe I'm good enough. Do you think I'm good enough? Do you think I'm good enough? And somebody's like, yeah, you're good enough. And then what happens is they start to validate, wow, like he sees I'm good enough. Maybe I am good enough. And it does start to build this confidence booster. But then what happens if he's like, you know what, I actually want something else. You're not good enough for me. I need to turn away my attention. All of a sudden there's we're dropped and what do we land back in? We have to land back in our own arms. And if you drop yourself, then you land into some dark places that are very hard to, to pull ourselves out of. And so you need to create this nest, this cocoon, this just warm, soft embrace within your own arms, no matter what happens to you in life. Because that's what's gonna get you through it. And that's what's gonna empower you to be bold and be brave and take bold steps of just going up to that sexy hottie and being like, damn, I think you're fucking fine. Like, let's do this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Then if he's like, whoa, there, whoa, there, um, it's not so scary for him to turn away from you because you're like, well, that was a good try i am like i'm awesome too i'm gonna go find another hottie and the universe is gonna bring you more and more opportunities to meet a soulmate there's you know i don't believe that there's one soulmate for us out there in the world i think it's a beautiful kind of gesture you know especially um when you find someone that you want to marry and you're like you're my soulmate Oh my God, you're my soulmate too. And then you're like that belief that you guys are each other's soulmates actually keeps you together because you're like, we're we're each other's soulmates. Like we're here to like ride out this wave of life together. And it's it's beautiful. But then what happens if like you've had a divorce and you're like, wow, I lost my soulmate. I thought he was my soulmate. And then you start to lose trust in the ability of like, maybe soulmate doesn't exist. And maybe, no, honestly, what I think is we have so many like so many soulmates out there in the world that are there to come along for the journey of life and ride, like walk with us on the path and help our soul evolve, like evolve. If you believe in this concept, I don't know if reincarnation or what's like, if that's even real or not, but I do believe that our souls want to evolve. Our life in this incarnation wants to evolve. And so we meet these kindred spirit souls that like walk down the path with us and teach us things. And if we really are wise, we will learn the lessons and even the painful lessons and integrate them so that when we step into encountering the next soul, we've we come, we're in a different embodiment than we were because we integrated the lessons from the last one instead of recreating the problems over and over and over when we don't integrate, when we don't learn the lessons right? But I do think that we have many soulmates we get to encounter. And some soulmates walk with us a lot longer up the the hike to the top of the mountain. And some walk with us for a brief moment encounter of like an eye gazing passing little mischievous mystery of vortexing into each other's worlds for a brief second and sharing a download and then walking forward into the next uh, journey, but that was the download you needed at that particular time to help you step up into the next space. And so I do believe we have many soulmates, and it's it can feel scary to some people because you're like, wait, my partner has other soulmates out there in the world that could potentially, like, yeah, yeah, they do. He has he, she has like or Z, he, she, Z, whatever it is, like, has a lot of potentials to help them step and each person brings out something very unique in us and uh that's a beautiful thing i think it's a really beautiful thing and instead of being scared just focus on cultivating the best experience within your dynamic that you can possibly create evolve grow together be authentic be open be real with one another and share your hearts Share your hearts. It's, a, it's so sweet. It's like one of the sweetest things of being in partnership is when you can feel safe, like I got you. You can show your dark side to me. You can show your ugly. You can share, show your vulnerability. You can show the things you're afraid of. And I can just hold it in my hands softly and, and just cradle it and welcome it and allow it to exist and to breathe in my arms all of a sudden that like fear or demon whatever it is it melts and it softens and it transforms into something beautiful so that's the download I've been receiving today no prescripted idea I just felt so inspired and moved by um, this breakthrough I had today and I'm so grateful for Um, the sweet person that helps me unwind this fear underneath that's if I don't look at it it would sabotage me that's the thing about these shadow elements it's like we don't want to look at them because we're afraid of them we're afraid of what they reveal to us but ironically not looking at them actually creates the thing we're afraid of and so it's uncomfortable it's not fun to sit there and look at like, oh, I feel like so inadequate, but like you free yourself. You free yourself. It was amazing watching a coaching call today. Like the clients started crying at first and as they saw the freedom on the other side of their shadow, it started cracking up laughing like from, the beauty of liberating themselves from this thing that they've been imprisoned in in their own mind for so long so it's it's not easy but it's worth it I love that quote a friend of mine shared it with me when I was going through my divorce at at a particular time of darkness in my life and I was ready to step up and she's like it's not easy but it's worth it and that quote has just sat with me through so many moments of my life of being like this is it I can't go on. It's like, listen, it's not easy, but it's so worth it. And I have found over and over and over that if you just, if you're going through a dark tunnel, if you just keep fucking going, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And it reveals the most like multicolor, beautiful, amazing peak experiences that you really, truly feel. Oh my gosh, this was so worth it. I am so happy i stuck it out and i walked through the darkness and walked over the coals and walked over the spikes and the shit and all the pain i had to bear it was so worth it because on the other side it was this moment like wow i had no idea that the divine had this moment planned for me so (sighs) yeah i love you guys I love you. Thank you for being here and listening to this with me or sharing this moment with me. And I really hope that it sparks the little light in your heart to keep flickering and fighting and lighting up the world because it's it's so worth it. It's such a beautiful journey to be alive. It's not easy, but it's so worth it. Okay. Much love, my friends. Till next time. Thanks for tuning in today to the Sacred Shadows podcast. If you liked it, subscribe and share with your quirky friends. And for more inspiration on transformation, go to sacredshadows.com. Till next time, my friend, keep lighting up that inner light.